Yeah. Hi, this is Darren. I'm back. Um, from a wonderful little trip away. Had a lovely little holiday. Um, and I've come back to what can only be described as an abundance of tech issues in recording this show. Nick is not here because his laptop has been bricked. I have been trying to record with Seb for the last half an hour and it just hasn't been working. Um, but we don't want really to leave stranded. I know you've been waiting on a little episode. So what I've done is I've gone back and see how kind um, to when we were named after that bus. Kind of, even that time we were anyway. It's been that long. Um, but we've gone back to a lovely little episode at the back of the bus. Please. So enjoy that this week. I'm going to spend a week working out um, all the issues with whatever the hell happened on this. And we shall be back next week with your regular scheduled programming. Um, things we were going to talk about on this episode. Uh, we're going to do an update on Broken Arrow, being on holiday, so check in next week for that one. I did want to talk a little bit about Trish and Big Brother, because I had some opinions on that. Most of it I thought everyone was kind of overreacting, and that you should judge someone based on four weeks of personality that they've shown you, rather than 13 years of weeks. But we can say that, it's fine. Um, that new Dua Lipa song, definitely a song that exists so that's all you know but enjoy the back of the bus and we'll chat to you next week this is a nice one to kick off with um so this is from abby not her real name but i've gone with abby um and abby says hey boys just want to say that i really love the show i found it a few weeks ago as my friend sent it to me he's actually the reason why i'm writing in as i'd love some advice i'm a straight girl and my friend is a gay guy we've been best friends since uni and i love him with all my heart About 18 months ago, I met a guy on Hinge, and now he's my boyfriend. He has met my best friend lots of times and has never mentioned having an issue with him until the other day. I posted some pictures on Instagram over the weekend where me and my bestie were hanging out. In one of the pictures, he has his arms wrapped around me and is kissing me on the cheek. I met my boyfriend for dinner that night, and he mentioned that the pictures made him uncomfortable and that he would like me to take them down. My boyfriend is Japanese and said that in his in his culture, it's not very common to have gay friends and it makes him uncomfortable seeing a, quote, biological man who has sex with men kiss his girlfriend. I told him that he has nothing to worry about. My friend is capital G gay and is not interested in me like that. But now I'm concerned that he's always going to be uncomfortable around him. What do you think I should do in this situation? I haven't taken the picture down yet, but my boyfriend messaged this morning and asked what I was going to do. I'm a little confused, to be honest. Thanks, Abby. Uh, do you want to take this first, or should I? I think you should. I think you should go first, and then. Okay. I'll, uh, I want to. I want to know exactly in the question. What are you confused about? Are you confused about the fact that your boyfriend, even though you like his penis, is actually a bit of a dickhead? Are you confused mm. about the fact that your boyfriend has clearly got some issues about the fact that your best friend is gay? That your boyfriend is clearly homophobic, or are you? confused about in which way you're going to dump your boyfriend because that is what you need to do yeah (laughs) are you gonna string him along are you gonna wait till cuffing season is over are you gonna do it nice and quick are you gonna rip off the band-aid because babes abby yeah there like there is no way around this your boyfriend needs to go Uh, i don't know who your gay best friend is and Clearly, he's the kind of best friend that sees you with a man and just decides that it's best that you have a man. And then after you've dumped the man, he'll just tell you how bad the man was. But Mm. let me, since I'm only here for this episode, 
and who knows when I'll be back, tell you that that man, whether he's Japanese, Chinese, Asian, English, whatever culture he's from, doesn't really matter. If he's ignorant and a pig and homophobic, he needs to go. And if that is your best friend is gay, then you need to stand up, yeah, put your big girl pants on, go to your best friend, whatever you do when you're getting drunk in and going out for a good night out, go out on a good night out, take as many photos as you want to, yeah, put them on Instagram as a celebration for you being single because it's time to be single, babes. It really is. Yeah. I think this kind of leans into, it's an interesting thing for me that there will be plenty of straight girls who will love the gays, who will get down, who will go to brunch, who will have a great time, but happily lay down next to a man who is openly homophobic and think that because, and somehow like, it's, that's okay. I like because I like you. He doesn't have to like you. It's like, yeah. I mean, you don't have to like your boyfriend's friends or whatever. No. You don't have to like your partner's friends. But you have to respect that they're humans, and you have to understand. I think her issue is she is not seeing the homophobia. She is seeing that she thinks her boyfriend is uncomfortable with another man kissing her, and like no. being physically intimate with her. I think that's what's in her head, being like, oh, that's the problem. That's why it's not. Too much of a thing. Yeah, but Abby, um, you're wrong. Let me just tell you, she's, you're yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. very, very like, wrong. The thing about him being Japanese and like culturally it's different. I was like, there's gay Japanese people. He's he, There are gay people everywhere. He's in the UK. See, we you know what, right? I thought her saying that was her understanding that it was homophobic, but presuming that because he's from a different culture, that it's the culture, the reason why he's homophobic. No, babes, mm. it's because he's a homophobe. And I'm really sorry. I don't care how good it is. I don't care how many times you eat your pussy out. I don't care if you squint all night long. This bitch has got to go, yeah? And if you don't do it, yeah, your gay best friend who probably listens to this podcast now realises that you, the boyfriend has an issue with him because I'm not being funny enough that you've given enough details for him to work out who you are, yeah? So if you haven't got rid of your, the boyfriend pretty quick, there is going to be a conversation between you and your best friend about the reason why you cannot be best friends anymore. Because if he was me and I was listening to this, I'd be like, girl, you got five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, one of you us better, got to you better be sending me that text being like, I, I heard the answer, he's gone. Mm-hmm. One or, the... yeah, if you ain't going to break up with him, because if you ain't, you ain't going to break up with him. If I'm your best friend, I've just got some questions that I need to sort out. Because if I'm like, if me showing you intimacy makes him uncomfortable because he can't handle a biological man who has sex with other men kissing you, he's got an issue because he thinks I'm disgusting. And he thinks me touching you is getting my filth on you. Because I, there'd be no other reason to care about that. There'd be absolutely no other reason. I'm, like, I'm not hitting on you. We ain't never going to fuck. You ain't going to cheat on him with me. You're probably emotionally cheating on him with me. I'm probably providing you with a lot of your emotional satisfaction that that man is not doing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, gay, we, we like the girls, right? But it's that reaction of like, he, I just don't want him touching you because of those disgusting, dirty things he does. And like, that's the man you're going to lay up next to. Is that yeah. it? And let's be real, yeah. Let's be honest about the situation. Most straight men have haven't had an STI check in years. They haven't. They don't know what's going on with their body. They barely wash, like I said, wash their bed sheets. Never mind wash their. I work in a gym. 
I'm surrounded by this kind of man all the time. And I can tell you from nine o'clock in the morning, yeah, when they, the straight guys come in, because the gay guys come in at seven and seven thirty, yeah, from nine o'clock in the morning to about twelve o'clock at night, there is a whiff in that gym and there is the, I have my own packets of domestos that I'm wiping down every surface because it is not the gays that are dirty and unclean. It is you straight men because you can get away with it. This boy has got to go. Yeah. Absolutely. And if he doesn't go, yeah. And if you want to keep him around, remember that you have made the choice to choose your boyfriend over the relationship with your best friends. So whatever happens afterwards, you can't expect the best friend to stick around and support you if this boyfriend decides to dump you anyway, because he'll probably find another reason to dump you. And also one last thing, the fact that he's so controlling about who you're talking to, what you're doing in the pictures is a giant, giant red flag whether it will be about the homophobia that is showing or just the fact that he wants to control you and the people that you are around so much. Mm. Yeah. I think it goes, it goes wider, isn't it? It's like, mm -hmm. I say this to any girl listening, if you're, if, or not even any girl, but anybody, if your partner is homophobic and you stick with them while they're knowing that they're homophobic, you're co-signing the homophobia doesn't matter if you're doing it, you are co-signing. If they're racist, if they're misogynistic, that's the person that you choose to lay down next to and to keep in your life, you are co-signing it. So don't expect me to be all like, oh, you're fine, but I don't like your boyfriend because I'd be like, that's a choice you made. That reflects badly on you. Mm -hmm. Ain't like there ain't, there ain't other dick out here that you can get, but there's loads of other dick out there. There is Abby. Exactly. Abby, there is loads of other dick out there. And you know, Hinge has ethnic filters. If that's what you're into, if that's your preference, I'm not saying that it's your fetish, but if that's your preference, you could always find another one. It's fine. Easy, yeah. You just hang out, go for it, do what you want, find a good one. Um, cool. Next question. So this is, hey, Nick and Dan. Nick is not here. He is uh, busy doing disgusting things for a lot of money uh so hey seven with a down. very nice man with a very nice man just uh <laughs> just a quick one for you as we were chatting about in the group chat should bottoms always douche before sex my mate is a verse top and says he could never have sex with someone who hasn't cleaned out first i'm mostly a bottom and can't be bothered to go through it every time just interested in what you think benny do you want to say this first yeah should bottoms wash douche before sex every time my thought is no because I think if you want to have like, if you, if you're pre-planned and you're going to have sex, like I think cleaning out is like a decent thing to do. It's mm -hmm. like, it's, it's courteous to mm -hmm. people who do it. But I also think that tops washing their dicks is courteous to people and they should also be doing that as well. And, yeah. and also, even if you're only planning on topping, let's wash around that boo hole anyway, because we don't know where the tongue's going to be going. So have a little, like have a little go as well. Do I think you need to do it every time? No. I think if you can't be bothered to do it every time, you have sex with somebody who doesn't care about it. If somebody does care about it and they're uncomfortable with it and you're like, I can't be bothered, don't have sex with that person that day. If you are a person who is forcing somebody into it and they're like, I don't want to do it, I don't like it, and you're like, you have to do it, you have to do it, then I'm like, why are you even trying to have sex with this person? Mm -hmm. This is if you're just incompatible with it. So... Don't do it. I also I like exclusive tops who are exclusively like the whole every you have to douche, you have to be 100% cleaned out and are scared about a little bit of paint. I'm just like, girls, you're going up a butthole. What do you think's up there? 
you run in the risk no matter what happens. So, you know, wipe down, clean up. The worst part is always just the smell. And then you just light a candle. And it you is the smell, but you're like, Okay, the reason why I let you go first is because uh, I'm going to tell too much information on this podcast about myself. Um, I have a very big dick, so the amount of times that you are going to be able to be clean when I fuck you is very, very, very small. Because most of the time, no matter how much you douche, by the time I pull it out, you're going to be a chocolate fountain. So I just learned to deal with it, yeah? And mm. the fact is that the people that are most uncomfortable with it are bottoms who've had tops drilling to them that they have to be perfectly clean each time. I'm really, really sorry, guys. Yeah. Let's be honest. You're gay. You want to fuck some ass. Well, there are many things that come out of a hat ass and only one thing that goes up it. And all the things that come out of it are, tend to be brown and a little bit stinky. So if you're putting something up it and it comes back out, it's going to have something on it that's brown and a little bit stinky. That's just how biology works. Yes, it would be really nice if you could douche every single time that you got a cock near you. But seeing as most tops that I know, when they want to fuck, they want to fuck. They then can't complain that when they do stick their dick up there, something comes out other than their dick. Also, yeah, if, you're really, if you're really, really, really that concerned about getting anything on your penis, why is it that so many of you tops want to be up there bareback? Because it's very simple. Thank you. If you want to get it clean when it comes out, all you have to do is lube and use a condom and you know you can just rip off the wrapper, get a new one, stick it back up there. Everybody's happy. Thank you. Jesus. We are. I want to go on record and say we're not anti-top on the podcast. Well, no, because and... really you're not, because I'm here representing. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We are anti-disrespectful top. Unless yeah. it's consensual disrespect. What was the name of that guy that messaged in and said that you needed to give props to tops? Yeah, I don't know. Then, I don't know, but he, I don't. I've never he sent you two into a whole tizzy. <laughs> <laughs> and was, and as a listener, I can say this: we will give props to tops that do not wank in bottoms' asses that are actually mm. engaged in sex and where everybody mutually is getting what they want out of it. So it's not just about you being a top. It's also about you being a good top. And it's also about you knowing that your dick is not the only thing that needs to go up someone's ass. Tongues, fingers, you know, there's a whole prefer of things. If somebody is into it, maybe there's a tone, but that is under conversation and with, you know, conversations to be had about certain fetishes there. I've just given away yeah. so much about my sex life. You That's have, fine. you have. But we're <laughs> happy you're here. Um, so, yeah, Benny, I'm, I think we're both more with you on that one. Um, mm -hmm. And tell the guy in your group chat, your mate, to grow up. The guy in um, our group chat is not going to get laid as much as he thinks he is, just so you know. Yeah. And he probably has a really small penis, so don't worry about it. Aww. Um, Aww. Right, we're going to end on some mess. Now, this is a long one, and we technically have a minute left, but I'm going to run with it. <clears throat> so, <laughs> hi, Seven Dan, and Nick, who's not here, but hi, Seven Dan. Um, I'm going to cut right to the detail. My housemate is getting in the way of my sex life. I'm a gay guy in my early 30s living in Manchester. Before the pandemic, I loved to have lots of guys come over at the weekend, use me how they wanted and leave. Basically, I was a cum dump. At the time, my housemate would travel a lot for work and be away quite a few of the weekends, but didn't mind that guys would come and go as he knew what was happening, even for the weekends when he was there. I loved that setup. 
Then COVID happened and my housemate at the time decided he wanted to quarantine with his boyfriend. So I ended up moving in with him. He kept paying the rent so he didn't lose the flat. And I don't mind and I don't mind admitting that I broke lockdown rules quite a few times to have guys over. I eventually but I eventually took a break due to some health reasons. Once things opened up again, he decided that he was gonna live with his boyfriend and move out. So he had to find a replacement flatmate as I can't afford the rent alone. We found a guy from spare room. He's also gay around the same age and has an OnlyFans account, which he posts on regularly. I thought this was going to be a great fit. And now that my health issues have cleared up, I started opening myself up for guys to use again. After two weeks, <laughs> not you shaking your head. <laughs> <laughs> After two weekends of this, my new housemate told me that he really doesn't like that men come in and out of our flat all the time during the weekend. He doesn't like the noises and feels like he can't be in the flat during the weekend and has asked me to stop. I thought this was pretty rich coming from someone who has sex on camera for money and really think that he should be more open-minded about this. Should I confront my housemate about how he is getting in the way of my sex life and me enjoying myself and hope he comes around? Or should I ask him to move out and try and get a new flatmate who is less judgy? That's from Kane, not his real name. Sebastian. Uh, why am I taking this one first? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like you're gonna have a fun opinion. I have so many opinions. One, <laughs> one I'm glad you said that the name was Kane and not Nick. Because that just that will be too much. Cool. Second of all, Ken, you, you you seem to have missed the point that sex for you is entertainment and enjoyment, and you're getting to live your fantasies out. Sex for your housemate is work. Yeah, it yeah. is a work. And just like you have your nine to five, and you come home on the weekends and get your back blown out as a way of releasing tension, maybe what your flatmate wants is to come into a gay space, have his gay flatmate, yeah, there where you can kiki and laugh and chill, but not always have to have the, uh, the feeling of someone entering his space and making him feel uncomfortable because they, you are doing sex noises through the world. Now, Kane. I used to live in Manchester. There is not a flat in Manchester where you can have sex, where there's two gay guys in one room where somebody else can't hear you from outside. Not one, mm. yeah? Because then walls are thin, yeah? And if you're doing it right, you're making a lot of noise, whether you'll be banging headboards or screaming out or calling each other noise or praising the Lord Jesus Christ for the big, big dick that's going into your hole. But you also have to take into account, yeah, that... Your sexual practices are your sexual practices and they might not be welcomed by any flatmate that you have because you built them up when you didn't have a flatmate that you're, whose life you were interrupting through what you were doing on the weekend. It is not normal practice for... Well, it's not everyday practice, whether it be, be normal or not, that's a different thing. It's not everyday practice to have loads of different men coming in and out the house that you're living in when you have a flatmate every single weekend. Once or twice a month, cool. One day of the week that you have decided that that's going to be your fuck day. So if it be a Friday or a Saturday, I used to have a flatmate and me and him got into aunt's house because the one rule I told him is you can fuck any day of the week, yeah, except for Monday and Tuesdays, because if you do that, that will fuck up my week, my sleeping patterns for the whole of the week, yeah. So Sunday night, twelve o'clock, you better put that dick on the motorbike and send it back to his house, yeah. 
Like, there are other options that you can do. If you're that much of a power button that you can get cut coming in and out your house for the whole weekend, I'm sure, babes, that you can get someone, especially in Manchester, because the Ubers are cheap, that will pay the £5, yeah, to deliver you around to him so he can eat his, your ass in the company of his house. Mm. Yeah. I, uh, Kane, you made me laugh the first time when I read this because the question you asked at the end, really, that gave me a chuckle when you said, um, should I find someone less judgy? And I was like, girl, I d I'm not he's sure judging. it's a judgy thing. Yeah, yeah I don't think he's like... But Kane is the one that's judging. Because you, <laughs> <laughs> you saying how, oh, you thought this bad because he was getting a black bone out for money. That's the difference between a hoe and a slut, babe. So I hope you know that, yeah? That yeah. is the difference, yeah? Only for money is the other one bending over. And you, are you not happy for the rent that he gets every yeah. time he bends over? Or and it's down? like, I'm like, girl, like, you can be a slut if you want to be a slut. But you need to, these need, things need to be in agreement before that man signs the contract. If that's how you're going to be moving, because I take take this as any kind of disagreement with your housemate, mm -hmm. any kind of disagreement. You are two people learning to live together and learning to live in a situation that works for both of you. So if well, the, that's the problem, you, though. They're not two people. They're 16 because he's having eight men come around the, the house. No, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that. You're in an entire circus troupe. OK, you got the big top out. The clowns are coming in. It's fine. What you <laughs> stupid clown juggling? Um, what you need to do is, I think, Kane, you need to be more flexible with your housemate because you you clearly like the guy enough to invite him to live there. He is saying to you after two consecutive weekends of you having men coming in and out that he is uncomfortable with that situation and he wants he feels like he just can't be in the house the weekend. In my head, I would be like, okay, if I want to keep doing this, either one. Let me pay for a hotel room. So let me book a hotel room for Saturday night so that Saturday through to Sunday until 11 a.m. at checkout, I am open for anybody who wants to come through. I promise you, you book a travel lodge. Not one person on that reception is going to give a shit about the amount of people coming in and out of that room. Isn't that the function of a travel lodge to have sex there yeah. on the weekend? Why do you I mean, think you the girls book it? <laughs> yeah. Um, or if that's out of your budget and you're like, look, this is this is the sex I really enjoy, I, I want to keep doing this, you just come up with a compromise. Like, you'll be like, okay, first weekend of every month, that'll be my my come dump week, weekend. And I'll have the house there. And your flatmate goes and stays somewhere else for that weekend. Which means for the other three of the weekends, you can chill, he can relax, he can do whatever, if he agrees to that. I think you need to you need to learn some compromise here because what you're asking him to be okay with is quite extreme. It's like mm. I I live with two gay guys. We have there are men who come around the house every now and then. I don't really mind. Dad has men who come around the house every now and then. So you say that. I do not. I am. <laughs> hey, I am the most well behaved. Um, well, that's but that you know you set yeah, yeah you set nice. you set rules you set boundaries that you're comfortable with as a house right and then. The expectation is if you respect each other, you don't cross those boundaries. Your expectation of your boundaries being okay was because you you saw that he had an OnlyFans and therefore you thought he was into he was open for anything. He didn't mind what happened around him because he had sex on camera. Which is you, Kane, have an issue with sex workers. Mm -hmm. You have a a what's the word I'm looking for here? Bias. Bias against you, 
even though you are like somebody who's clearly sexually active, who enjoys it, who enjoys a very specific type of sex, you have a bias against sex workers because you've you haven't seen them as people yet. And you live you with see sex care. workers as a commodity, which is the problem with the same judgment that you are making against your flatmate is the reason why he doesn't want men coming in and out of his space. You have to understand that because he does work as a sex worker, he wants a space where he has a safety zone and that should mm. be his house. And also you have to understand that if he is on camera having sex there and he's gay, there is a strong likelihood that the men coming out of your house will recognize him as an individual which also puts him in danger because just like you made the assumption that he will be down for anything once they're in the house you have no guarantee that the person that you bring into the house will leave your flatmate alone once he finds out who he is none yeah so you, it's a Russian roulette that we play when we bring people home with us, that they won't do other things outside our boundaries of our room and in the safety of the, the community, understanding that they should be just with us. But you have to understand that because of your flatmate's job, there are other dangers that he, you bringing multiple people home on a weekend might incur. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even think of that, but that's a very good point. Kane, have a conversation with your flatmate. See if there's a compromise that you can work towards. If there's not a compromise, then yeah, you're one of you will have to find somewhere else to live. I don't also, know Kane, if it, he needs to find it. I don't know whose names on there are on the lease or whatever. But yeah, and then yeah, next time also, just be upfront Kane, about it. Kane, also Manchester has two very good saunas. Yeah, where you can open the door lay in your back and get your ass blown out for the whole weekend from Saturday to Sunday night if you really want to. If that's what They'll you're They'll bring you refreshments. There you go. See? It's all coming together. Seb, thank you once again for jumping on the show. Thank you. I think Nick will be back next week, hopefully with some mouthwash for what's about to happen <laughs> while he's in Dubai. Um, Let's hope he makes it back because, you know, certain yeah. states, they have different values when it comes to gay sex. So we wish they our really, great really luck. Um, do you want to let the listeners know about where they can find you and your show? Oh, yeah. So you can find me at Blackboard and Kinky. As you might have heard on the show, I'm a little bit kinky. So um, that's starting up officially next week. And it's going to be every Thursday weekly for the next six months. So yeah, I've committed you now. Said that I've got now. my day. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been private. If you want to, you can currently find that I've been posting old episodes when the uh, show was called The Front Room, including one with Dan and Nick when we talk about race play. That was a really good episode, actually. That was a really we, good episode. And a long time ago. A long time ago. Because like, we don't really so do young. all three of us in the same room on the same mic together but yeah it was very good and you can also find me at um 140 fitness on instagram seb ed pt on instagram and you can find me at blackboard kinky's instagram and blackboard kinky at gmail.com done excellent cool and you can uh, guys if you've got questions feel free to email us it's loudbrowngaze at gmail.com you can send them to our dms it's it's nick charles on instagram and twitter i'm dan james ldn do us a favor just leave five stars on the show that really helps other people find it um and is really 
it just does great things for us if you leave five stars on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. But we will be back on Wednesday with another episode of The Loud Round Gaze. Bye. Bye.